Online Broadcast Network. After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! We're waking up a little bit. Late here in Los Angeles. We're finding new forever songs every week. We always want to know your suggestions. Hi, guys. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV's After Show for Forever. I am your host, Kate Aquilano. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kate Aquilano. I am joined by... Hi, everybody. It's so good to be back. Pegarad here. You can find me on Twitter at Pegarad. It's been a while. It has been. I've missed you. I've missed you too. I've missed you guys. It's been two, two, two weeks, three weeks. Three weeks. Way too long of a break for forever. Yeah. And Mary Lou's not joining us tonight. She hurt her knee doing hot yoga. So we wish her the best. Everyone tweet her some, uh, best wishes because she needs to recover. That knee is not, that knee injuries are not fun. Not fun. Not at all. She's on crutches. It's not good. Uh, but we wish you the best, Mary Lou. We miss you. This is season one. Episode 18, only four more I left, which is crazy. It. Season one, I, I remember back when it was just beginning and we we're like, are we going to get 22 episodes? What's this happening? Yeah. 18. I know. It seems like forever ago. Forever. <laughs> well, this one is called Dead Men Tell Long Tales. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, finally a title that I understand. When we had a writer on a couple weeks back, we're like, what do these titles mean? Yeah, so. How do you come up with these? But I guess in this one, it took 200 years to finally find out how the story ended. So that's why. It's, uh, there we go. That's my interpretation. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, let's dive in. Of course, follow along on Twitter. If you have any comments for us, use the hashtag ABTV forever. Um, we open with some men at a bar talking, mm-hmm. and they kind of allude to a treasure hunt. So yeah. I, I was intrigued. Did you have any idea where the episode was going with that I little had tidbit? No idea. It was like not pi- at all. You were like pirates. I got a feeling it was like seamen. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> uh, pirates. <laughs> Marissa chuckled. Um, um, you know what I mean. Pirates. But you could just tell that they were a sort of type of men that are pirate. Like it, they gave yeah, off a pirate. At the bar and it was like, yeah. like yeah, no, kind I get of rugged. It. Rugged is a yeah, great description great. word. Um, and then it cuts to uh, this Medford Maritime, and we see the guy who's giving the speech at the bar in the scene earlier. He, like, opens the door, surprised, and then he is stabbed by a harpoon. Yeah. But I haven't seen a harpoon ever. It, I like, mean, he's a pirate. I so called it an arrow, and then they called it a harpoon. I was like, oh, that's what it is. We can call it an arrow. That's okay. okay. I'm good with that. Um, but we always start with Henry and Abe, uh, with each episode. Like, Henry is always, like, with Abe for his first scene in each episode. And they're at the antique shop, and Abe receives a new box of maps. So you're just like, it's all coming together. It's about ships. Peace by peace. Mm-hmm. It's treasure hunts. It's pirates. This is where this story is going. 
And uh, he, they're kind of talking about all of his deaths. Yeah, and he says that his deaths were a lot more exciting back in the day, like an avalanche or a, I don't know what else he names, but yeah. he's like, are you saying I'm getting boring? It's like, if you live for 200 years, you think you could like come up with more stories, but Abe says he has heard all of them. And he's like, test me. Yeah. Say a year, I'll tell you how <laughs> yes. you died. And he's pretty good. He is. Um, but Daddy. we haven't had him die in a while. We haven't, and I, I want to see it. And we only have four Something more episodes. Fun. Maybe he'll. I don't know. We need him to die. We do because I feel like that's a way people. He's most vulnerable when he dies, obviously, because he comes out of water naked. But it's also like who's around him when he dies, yeah, and how like does that. he explain it to these people? Exactly. So it definitely is is a big thing to happen within a storyline. Do you think we'll have one by the end of the season? I'm hoping. I'm hoping too. Which that'll be maybe a prediction once we get to the end okay. of this episode. Okay. okay, we'll hold off. Guys, let us know if you want him to die or not, and how. Yeah, love to hear your comments because i mean who doesn't want to see him walk out of the water naked we know he's gonna live so don't worry about it yeah um then we go to the crime scene uh the victim's name is rick rasmussen Mm -hmm. he is a pirate he owns medford maritime he basically hunts for treasure in shipwrecks um they fast forward to the morgue there's really not a mystery in how he died yeah but i loved how at the crime scene um Henry calls it, you know, death by this ancient harpoon. Yeah. And Hanson's like, well, your partner knows a lot about ancient harpoons. Of course he does. And Lucas takes that like, my partner? Yeah, I guess we are partners. Like, he's so excited that finally somebody's acknowledging yeah. him. Yeah. And then he, like, goes to mention, like, famous partnerships over, like, recently. And, and Morgan's like, I don't know who you're talking yeah. about. He's like, lethal weapon. Starts getting hutch. He's like, who? <laughs> it's like, how come Lucas does not catch on to these things that he does not know any, like, pop culture references? Exactly. Because if, if I make a pop culture reference nowadays and, you know, yeah. nobody gets it. Like, are you living in a cave? Exactly. He you doesn't. think? I don't know. They need to pick up on these context clues. <laughs> he is 200 years old, people. Um, they go to the uh, Maritime or Medford Maritime Warehouse. This is where the, vic- the uh, yeah the victim keeps all of his treasures, and they're hoping they can kind of find stuff because when they were doing the autopsy, they found gold it, behind his teeth, like as if he bit like a gold coin. Oh, yeah. So they're like, okay, so that probably is a motive, gold. Let's go see if we can find it. Go to the warehouse. It's the Empress of Africa, the ship that Henry was on when he became immortal. I mean, imagine being him and seeing these little pieces coming Mm -hmm. together. It's like, like this is what you've been searching for your whole life. And how did it even end up near... Like, New York. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's just, like, obviously, it's a crazy coincidence. But writers, I'll forgive you on that. It's cool that they kind of used, intertwine the flashbacks in the story so closely this week. Because we do want to know more about Henry's past. Mm-hmm. And so this is a cool way of doing it. Um, but, of course, Henry knows about the ship. And they don't even really question... Like, he just knows everything. So, like, they don't question why he knows. He's like, oh, the Empress of Africa was a slave ship, and it went down here with 300 souls. And And they're like, oh, of course he knows. Yeah, it's such a random thing to know. Like, I don't know. It's just funny. 
It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, but amazing at the same time. Um, but then Henry goes home and talks to Abe about it. And, you know, yes. he's just so distraught because in another episode's flashback, he finds out that Henry's father was actually a slave, sh- like, in the slave trade. Yeah. Um, it was on his deathbed, I think, that he exactly. told Henry. And Henry was just distraught. Yeah, and Abe... He's like, I know so much about every other death, but this one, like, you're reluctant to tell me. Like, mm-hmm. what is going on? I think it's because he's so ashamed of mm-hmm. it because his family owned the ship. And he was actually on the ship to kind of take it down and destroy it, free everyone, because he did not want his family's name on that on that ship or the slave, being right. involved in the slave trade at all. And at whatsoever. this point, he feels like he's failed, but we later find out. Yeah, so we get a flashback where he talks to one of the slaves who understands English and he like lays out this plan that he's going to take steal a key, give it to him, meet him here and free everyone. Um, But he, he thinks that his immortality is a curse because he never went back with the the key. He never made well on his promise. Right. And I like, I don't, I kind of believed him. I was like, yeah, this is probably a curse. I don't know how it's a curse, but okay, this is kind of making sense. Yeah, I get it as a curse, and I get why Henry feels so guilty about it after all these years. Yeah. And he just feels like it's all... He never... There's no closure. Exactly. So he's like, uh, that's where your mind goes, that this is just like punishment, because he wasn't able to do what he wanted to do and save these people's lives. Um. Next, they go to they're, they're all the pirates, all the good pirate people are having kind of a memorial for Rick at this uh, bar. Getting drunk. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what they do yeah. all the time. Um, and you see this guy named George Spies? George something, yeah. George something. He's making a toast, basically saying, you know, it was his partner, but... I don't know. You know, they're pirates. You kind of yeah. like, you love them sometimes, you hate them sometimes. Yeah, I think- and at this point, they're planting all of the suspects for us. Like, mm-hmm. they're just giving us a slew of people that we might, you know. And they kind of, I know, they're like, oh, I don't talk to cops. But then Henry walks in and he's like, okay, I'm going to talk to this guy because he has, like, some stingray, jellyfish, jellyfish whatever. Yeah. Scar. And Those then- are crazy looking scars. I didn't know you got that I from didn't that. know either. I thought you just, it, I don't know, like it healed. stung you, yeah. and then, but those were like gnarly scars. They're like swore, They're actually kind of pretty. I mean, they were. <laughs> it was like a tattoo, anyway. But yeah, so yeah. he talks to this guy named Davy, mm-hmm. and then of course Henry sees that the big guy by the door hasn't taken his eye off Davy since he started talking to him. Only Henry can have a conversation with somebody, but his eyes and attention is mm-hmm. completely somewhere else. So then he Crazy. he tells Joe and Hanson, like, okay, Davy and the big guy by the door. Then he's just talking to the bartender. He, she has two different color eyes. So uh, Kate Bosworth has that. Do you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Kate like, Bosworth. Hmm. I think she has a blue and a green. But, yeah, it's a genetic trait. I forget what it's called. Mary Lou's not here to write down. Oh, did you write I, that? I she's know. in charge of the scientific words. And if she's not here. Hetero, heterochromia. Heterochromia. Okay. Um, but he sees when she she pours the scotch, her hand kind of like shakes, and I guess that's a some it's sickness. a decompression sickness. sickness. So when divers go, you mm-hmm. know, under that pressure. But then, how did he relate her to Rick? 
I don't think yet. Oh, but she kind of like just ignored the question. Well, okay, yeah, because when she was behind the bar and she he started asking questions, she looked over at the big guy, and I think uh, again Henry the, saw that yeah. too. So, and then she gets her stuff and leaves right away. Yeah, not smart. Like Margo. a little suspect. Very suspect. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then the three of the suspects like go around the back and they're like yelling, "What did you tell them? Like, what did you don't talk to cops?" And then of course Henry walks up and he's he's like, "Yeah, I was right. Yeah. Like what? Like which one of you killed Rick?" <laughs> then of course Hanson and Joe come around the corner and save him, and they're like. What part of not staying in the bar do you not understand? Yeah, exactly. I love in moments of, it's usually when they're arresting someone or pointing a gun at someone. Yeah. Joe's always questioning Henry. It's probably three times in this episode. One at the bar, one at the warehouse, warehouse, where she's like, what are you doing here? And then the last part, I guess the other way around, Henry walks in. And what does he say? Something like... You brought a gun to a Yeah, date. exactly. Yeah. So it's like moments that should be really, you know, high but pressure. Also, it's very funny. That's actually a really cool observation because it's kind of like that's the first person they think of because that's the first person, like, they care about so much. So yeah. they're always, like, checking in with each other, maybe. That's cute. Because they're always Stop. worried. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's adorable. So adorable. Yeah, because it's only with them two. It's nothing else. Yeah. Huh. They want to make sure the other is okay, I is love safe. It. I'll take it take it um so then they go and interrogate all three henry requests to be in the interrogation room lieutenant agrees this part was so funny i love the quick cutting yes so the quick cutting of all the interrogations and it's henry sitting in the corner you see him you know in the distance um so about the empress of africa and it's like he has to get his one question in and the lieutenant's like what she's picking up on it she's like, like what is his obsession with this <laughs> ship? Because that has really no, like, really, like, cool. They were, di- you know, they found the ship. But someone was murdered. So, like, let's ask questions about that. Yeah. It's so funny. Oh, my God. Um, but basically, they all have the same story. So, they kind of are at a standstill with that. Um then Henry and Abe have this amazing plan. I love how he's like, let's grab sandwiches first, first and then we'll break into the warehouse. Like, oh he's so God. game to go in. I love Abe. I do, too. He's a, he's always up to help. He is. I love how they kind of, <laughs> when they weave him into the actual interrogation, like, he's always has, like, a side story. Yeah. When he actually helps out with a case, I like it. He's so proud of it. He just wants to help. Yeah. Um, they're in the warehouse and they find basically a coffin. And... um <clears throat> There's a skull with a bullet hole in it, and he, and the teeth, he sees the teeth, and he can tell by the flashback to the guy, the slave who spoke English, who he told his plan to, he pretty much thinks that this is his body. And this is the first time I've thought about this, but his memory is real good. Yeah, but I also... He's remembering somebody's teeth from 200 years ago. I mean, oh, I'm skipping ahead, but we find out that that guy lived. So, like, who yeah, that who was that necessarily wasn't him? Oh, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe he died after the, they overtook the <gasps> ship. Okay. Yes, because he didn't die on the boat. Otherwise, they would have thrown him over, like they said. So maybe he died after they died o- later. later on, still on the boat, but when they were in control. Yes. But well, why did he have a gunshot to his head? 
Oh, gosh. I don't know. We need to talk to Matt Miller because there's a question here. I don't get it. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, so he thinks it's the slave he talked to, but I'm not so sure. It's either somebody else or he died a different way, but he still got a proper burial because they were in the free land. Interesting. So Maybe if you guys have a theory, tweet us because I'm a little confused on that point. Uh, But uh, keep going. Uh, Someone breaks in. While they're yes. while they're broken, <laughs> someone else, else breaks, breaks in. in, and they're like, you know, Henry's like, there are precious artifacts here that we have to stop him. And Abe's like, well, as an antique myself, I think we should not stop him. I was <laughs> yeah. like, you're cute. I, like I would have just told Abe to hide, mm-hmm. and then I'll go deal with the bad guy if I die. Okay, cool. Exactly. You, know? you don't. You don't ever like see him think that way, but he should think that way. Like, all right, I'll go save them because, you know, whatever. What's going to happen? I'll come back. It's yeah. fine. Um, he chases after him, of course, because Henry always has to do the right thing. And just as he's leaving the building, <laughs> NYPD show up. Uh, they get him, but they're also like, uh, what the heck are you doing here, Henry? Yeah. And uh, Joe strikes him from the record, so he's not like, in the police report, because that was definitely illegal, what they shady. did. Yeah. Um, but she questions, again, his obsession with this ship. And it's like, how do you explain this? Did he give an explanation? He explains that, like, 300 people died, and, okay. like, we should have a right to investigate their murder. But Joe's like, you we know, need to be in the present. I need you here in the present for, like, the murder today. Yeah. Some people are just really into history. As we find out later with Isaac Monroe, he was really into history, mm-hmm. too, and finding out these stories. So maybe that's just something that Henry was interested in. Yeah. I don't know. I wish she, there's those moments where it almost seems like he wants to tell her. I and you him. almost wish that he does tell her. And I just... It would just make things There's, so much easier on yeah. him. It really would. There's that little pause, and it's like, is he contemplating telling her? Please tell her. Do you think at the end of the season, somebody will find out? I think someone will get a clue. Okay. Like, will question it. I don't know if they'll find out everything, but okay. maybe someone will get, like, a glimpse into, oh, my God, this guy is not normal. Yeah, we have four episodes left. I think maybe. Knock on wood. Fingers crossed. I don't have any wood. wood. I need I need the, him to tell Joe. Or so, tell her something. But how do you tell her something and not everything? Yeah, you gotta tell her everything. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Um, I lost my spot because I was so into the Joe. And, um, and so they talked to George in the interrogation room. Oh, because he had broken in. Yes. He didn't do it. He... But he gives a lot of clues. He was a partner with Rick. Mm -hmm. They found the Empress of Africa together. However, Rick's boat wasn't equipped to go that deep. Because apparently the ship was really deep and he needed to pretty much re-outfit his boat, which would cost millions. 1.7 million. Yeah. So um, he basically was like kind of kicked out of the group because he... Someone died because they went so deep. Someone died, and then he kind of didn't have the stomach to go that deep either. And so Rick was like, well, I don't need you. So, like, he found the ship, but then Rick kind of kicked him out. So he was definitely mad at Rick. Yeah. But he didn't kill him. But why Why didn't we know he killed him at that point? Did his um, motive check out? Like, I don't understand how they... 
No. It was just kind of like, meh, I didn't do it, but here's some info on his ship. Yeah. I wasn't convinced, let's just say that. At that point, I was like, it could still be him. It could still be him. Yeah, I didn't guess who it was. I didn't until the very end, so the props, writers. (laughs) Um, Then we get another flashback. Oh, before... Yeah, yeah, we get another flashback, and the captain of the ship, like, attacks Morgan and was like, there's a key missing. He's like, I know you're, like, the boss's son, but, like, I'm judge and jury out here, so, like, don't go crazy. Yeah, don't go trying to pull things behind my back. Yeah, um, which, I guess it was... That flashback just gives you that, like, he was setting his plan in motion, Mm -hmm. but we still didn't know, like, how it ended. Yeah, so he goes, uh, one of the slaves had a fever, Mm -hmm. so he went to go tend to him, but we don't know really what happens from that point to when he gets shot. Yeah. Like, what really went down. Yeah, and I wanted to know, and I was like, you're not answering these questions. (laughs) Um, But then they do a little, NYPD does a little investigating, and they found out that the guy who paid for... Rick's new boat was this Isaac Monroe. He owns the Lagos group and he was speaking at the, it was like a club, a maritime, maritime club. Like, I think so because Henry was like, this is going to be a black tie. Oh my God, that was the and best I need life. to go change. She's like, not for us. And then you see them walking into the vent and he's like, if you would have just given me 10 minutes, we would have been so much more presentable. I'm like, Henry. I love what he has those moments. Yeah. It's really cute. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> that was probably one of my favorite parts. Yeah. But this is when we introduce Cuba Gooding Jr. as Isaac Monroe. He did a really good job. He really did. I, I haven't seen him in a while and loved him. I love his voice. There's something. Yes. There's like a warmness and happiness. It's just like a familiar, fam, I can't even say the word, familiarity. Yes. With Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, I thought it was perfect casting. Yeah. Perfect. He was very like... He had that swagger, swagger. like arrogance, but not too much. Right. It was like he wasn't good, annoying. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay. he's likable. He was likable. A likable rich man. Likeable. <laughs> Introduce me to one of those. <laughs> um, so then he's kind of avoiding their questions. And then he like looks over and he's like, I hate public speaking. And he goes and like makes this speech. And during the speech, he shows because no one knows where. <coughs> bless you. Excuse me. Thanks. No one knows where this gold is. He uncovers seven million dollars worth of gold found on the ship, and he donates it. Donates it to the Walker Institute. Yeah, and they're like, "Did he just give away his motive?" That was huge. I mean, if he if he was even a suspect for a but second, but that also like because he doesn't need the money, obviously. Right. I mean, you want to keep it, but so it almost makes him more of a suspect because he's like. Are you going to arrest me for that gold that I just gave away? Like, no. Right. So it's like, are you trying to just be really smug about this? Or are you actually not involved whatsoever? Yeah. That's true. At that point, I was still, ah, but I, I, I kind of knew it wasn't him. Just because we know he's in a couple more episodes. And he becomes a love interest for Joe. Yeah. So he didn't do it. But, um, but maybe knew more about it or something. Something. Um, but while they're at, at the event, there is a call for Henry. I knew it was Adam. You did? Yeah. I did. I mean, when does Henry get calls? That's it's Adam. true. Does Always. he not have a cell phone anymore? He doesn't have a cell phone. Oh, that's right. He never had one. No. Okay, that's right. He's not with the Times. That, that's just funny. 
But uh, Henry Morgan, I, Henry, you have a phone Dr. Call. Morgan, yes. Dr. Morgan, you have a phone call. Um, but I did not expect for Adam to be there. Neither did, did you? I. No, when he creeps out from behind the right. statue or and whatever that was. Of course, he makes a mention about his clothes. Because yes. he's like, are you really dressing like this for for this event? Yeah, he's like, look at me. He's like, in a, it talks like amazing. Um, but he talks to him about the gun he was killed with yeah. the first time. The Flintock. The captain's Flintock. It's actually in that room under a case because it was found with the ship. And uh, he makes a mention to looking for a way out mm-hmm. and points to the gun. But that, like, we get to it later, but th- then I think Joe comes in and he has to, like, Adam leaves. And so I'm like, Wait, what does he mean? Like, yeah. do you have to, sh- like, it, what the thing that came to my head was you have to be killed with the gun that, or with the weapon that killed, made you immortal? Yeah, well, that's what it looked like. And Henry's eyes got all teary. Like, mm-hmm. this is the answer to mm-hmm. everything he's been looking for. But the gun probably doesn't work anymore. So, and do you think, like, I guess in the, you know, the first episode of the season, he is obsessed with trying to die. But do you think he's that way anymore? I feel like he's built up these relationships and he he's kind of in a different mindset than I he was in the you. beginning of the season. He's way more content, way yeah. more happy. I still think he's going to come to a dead end where people are going to start getting old and questioning him. Cause but he's, he's gone through that so many times before. Yeah. I guess you, you get tired of moving and recreating your life. But I don't think he's had close friends as Joe and everybody. As, as he does now. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So then Adam leaves. And we're back at the NYPD, and Monroe sends Joe flowers. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a really cute moment with Hanson, yeah. right? Yeah, he's like, you should go. Like, stop eating dinner at your desk. Just go have fun. It was like that big brother moment when yeah. he was, like, looking out for her and, like, you deserve to be happy kind of thing. I so it was that. really cute. Heartwarming. Um, and then we go back to the morgue, and it's Henry and Lucas. Henry gets a package, and it's the gun. So, like, did Adam steal the gun? And I love the note. Your gun, Adam. Adam. <laughs> you really need to do include like, that note. I think he knows it's his gun. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Lucas makes a comment. He's like, you know what this is? And he's like, yeah, I read it in your magazine. <laughs> it's so funny. And, Lucas- and he knew so much about it. Like, it really... The, registered with him. Or, yeah. I love, I mean, Lucas is just so funny. I, I need like, more Lucas. Just random information. Yeah. And He's quote. like, of course, this is this. Yeah. Of course. Oh, and I love, sorry, when he says, you have to be a real dummy to get shot by one of these. That was <laughs> like, oh. It takes 15 minutes to load, so you could just walk away at a leisurely place. You could just away from it. duck. <laughs> that was a good moment. Um... <laughs> But while they're in the mag, looking at the magazine, they see this guy, a picture of Brock Healy, mm-hmm. and he's actually the diver that died trying to get to the Empress of Africa. And, uh, they notice the eyes. Yes. What is it called? Heter- heterochromia. So it's a genetic trait. So Margot, the bartender, also has that, so they're related. I mean, basically. Did we say brother, sister? Yes. Okay. Brother, sister. So, you know, Henry goes to NYPC to tell, like, update everyone while Joe is going to Isaac Monroe's apartment for their date. A limo picks her up. 
I mean, I go on dates and limos never picked me up for a date. But I've also never gone on a first date to a guy's house. That's true. I mean, that should never happen. I mean, she's a detective. Like, she's a she like a hold kick her own. ass woman. Yes, she can handle it. But usually, but that's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he is like a millionaire. So if he did anything shady, he'd probably be, I mean, like a billionaire. So if he did anything shady, he'd be like in the New York Times the next day. Or covered up really well because he pays people. (laughs) We all know where Pegasus mines go. So they figure out Margot's connected. Margot's pretty much the killer because she wants to revenge her brother's death. Um. They, how do they realize, do they ping her cell phone? Yes, they pinged her cell phone and it's like, oh, it's right by Isaac's building. I gotta call Joe. And of course, Monroe had turned off her phone because she can't Martinez. be working. Sorry, Martinez. Because uh, she can't be working on their date. Yeah. He just turns it, like reaches into her purse and turns it off. I was like, mm. not okay. Um, and then Monroe tries to make a move. Um, yes. And she's like not ready for it. I hope she lets her guard down because we we know that he's going to stick around for a couple episodes, and uh, like this is the first kind of date situation we've seen her on in the season, and we all know her husband passed away, so like I hope she I hope so too lets some stuff happen. I think she will. All right, good. Yeah. good, good. Well, she goes to the bathroom because she needs to like take a breather <laughs> while Marvin Gaye is playing very loudly, and. Uh, when she comes out, I thought he was dead because Margot's like over him with a knife. Yeah. Well, I thought she like really hurt him because I know he was in a couple more episodes, so he wasn't dead. But like, I was scared for his well being. I was too. And then she like, kind of like goes and girl fights the chick. I loved it. She did this one like pow, like with her arm back. Know, we like, need to dang. like go to like a class. Should self defense classes? Yeah, we might have to do that. Totally. I want to be able to do that. Um, and then Hanson and Henry get to the door, and Hanson's like, oh, God, Marvin Gaye is playing. You know what that means. And Henry's like, what? What does that mean? He has no idea. It's like, we could be cute. totally wrong about this. He's and then walk they're, like, he, like, they're fighting inside, and then they hear, like, the grunting, and Henry's like, yeah, that's definitely not sex. Yeah. They bust in. They arrest Margot. Uh, Monroe is, he just got hit in the head. He's going to survive. Yeah. Henry's like, did you really bring a gun on the date? Yeah. It was a cute moment. So funny. Again, they check in with them, mm-hmm. each other first. Mm-hmm. Uh, there go the NYBT, NYPD, you know, download Monroe on like why this girl was after him. And I love how the lieutenant picks up on everything. Like she knows she what's going does. on. She always does. She's, She's always like, been Hanson, like this. Uh, can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah. Cause she wants to le- leave them alone. And it's so cute because they're, like, in the other room looking and watching. And Joe, like, looks over and they're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, pretending. <laughs> so cute. Oh. I don't know. I just, I hope, I hope something. I mean, I know he's only here for, like, three episodes. Yeah. But I kind of like them. This will be the first thing for Martinez to kind of start getting over mm-hmm. it. And maybe there'll be more dates after this. But this is probably going to be the first one that she actually... Right. Maybe cares about. Yeah. His other ones are just little hookups here and there. Exactly. I liked him. I, I like did him. too. Um, but he le- they agree to a second date, mm-hmm. which is a good sign. Um, but as he's walking out, he runs into Morgan. And, of course, he has to ask him about the ship, about the map. And it was a really 
touching moment because uh, Isaac Monroe tells him the story of, you know, this yeah. guy was shot and uh, he dropped the key when he was shot. And then they use that key to free everyone. And so Henry is so relieved to find out that his plan actually worked. Yeah. And he helped free all the slaves and no one died. At the end of that story, all because somebody dropped a key and he walks off. I was like, oh. And we both look at each other and we're like, fine. (laughs) We liked it. Um, But yeah, that was a really cute moment. Um, And then it always ends with Henry and Abe. Oh, yes. They, uh, they're talking about, you know, the ship, and he tells Abe about the story. He's not, you know, it's a happy ending. And then, and then ring, ring, Adam's Adam. calling. Um, so his theory. He was stabbed with a, what was it called? The Pugli, Puglio, Pugli, Pugli, I don't know. The, the dagger night, the from 2,000 years yeah. ago. And he lost he lost it. He so had it. He had it, but lost it. So now there's no way for him to test his theory. And he's like, when you muster up the nerves yeah. to try it, let me know. Because he never had enough guts to test his theory. Because he thinks if the the way you die is using the weapon that made you immortal. So he wants Henry to test this theory. But I don't think this gun works. I mean, it looks all nasty oh, he and he can make it. It's Henry Morgan. He can He'll make the make gun. It work. <sighs> but I love how um, Adam makes a reference to time, like, because how their immortal time doesn't really mean anything to mm-hmm. them. They don't care about seconds or minutes or whatever. And as soon as he hangs up, he hears the clock ticking as if now time matters because he has an end point. <gasps> And that makes me think, like, he's really thinking about testing the theory because now time matters. That's a great point. I didn't pick up on that. Wow. That's why it's ticking. Because he says, Abe, when did you get this clock fixed? Mm -hmm. He's like, it's always been ticking. You just didn't hear it. (gasps) Yeah. Good one. Oh, thank you. Really good pick up there. (laughs) Um, So, is he going to do it? Is he going to test this theory? I don't think so. I don't know. No. We wouldn't have a show. Or maybe the theory doesn't work. Maybe that's how the uh, the season ends. Okay. And you just don't know if it worked or not. Oh, they couldn't be that mean. Oh, they to might us. be that mean. Don't be that mean, writers. I want an answer. We'll see. Don't leave us hanging. Uh, before we get into predictions, just a reminder, guys, to watch us on YouTube, listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, leave comments. We always want to know what you think. Uh, give us five stars on iTunes. Uh, we'll answer you guys. We always check oh, yeah. them. Pega always checks. I, I love it. I love hearing from you guys. I do too. The best. The best. Uh, but now let's get into some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. What do you got for me? Okay. Well, we know, guys, Donnie sings next episode. <laughs> The storyline okay. we directly made for the show is happening next week. I, I still can't believe that this happened, and I'm so happy it did. So we're going to have to see if we can reach out to Donnie I think again. Donnie's going to call in yes. next week, and we're going to talk about you know him filming the scene and the discussions they had and how we played a part in, yeah. ma- in, in planning this scene. How they picked the song, exactly. all of that. So next week, um, Donnie. So yeah, so it looks like they go to like a concert or a rave or something. Something. And 
obviously we see Isaac Monroe still there. Um, I think we're going to get some more tidbits about Henry's curse. Just a couple more things that mm-hmm. either about the Flynn talk mm-hmm. or something else. But, I mean, we only have four episodes left. Mm-hmm. So, um, something else. I don't see Adam as being very threatening anymore. I think they're almost working together now. Yeah. Because like, they're both. Out. They're both searching for the same thing. And Adam is helping. Henry, you know, he helped Henry obtain the gun, and now Henry's going to help Adam by kind of testing out, is this theory accurate? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so, he's not really a threat anymore. I'm sure he... that'll change. Like, maybe. Yeah. And he's supposed to be the villain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's I just, I, I wrote this at the end of my notes, is, but we still don't know why he's immortal. And that's what I want to know. He was shot, like, we find out why he was shot, how, you know, what happened on the ship. But why did that shooting make him immortal? So do we think that everybody that was shot with that gun is immortal? Because then that's probably know, a lot of people. Because Adam wasn't shot, wasn't given the curse, quote, curse. He was killed with a dagger. So I don't. I don't yeah, think it's linked a, to the weapon. So what is I want to know. There's a bigger tie. I mean, there why did that incident make him immortal? Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out. That's what I want to know. We better find out. That's what I want to know. I want. I actually like seeing Adam, but I think he's definitely going to turn back to that villainous. Something's going to happen. He's still that guy that doesn't care about anything. Maybe he forces Henry to use the gun and try Maybe. it. Maybe. He doesn't want to. Maybe like, we gotta figure this out, or like out. threatens Abe if he doesn't something. Even, something. Okay. Uh, so that's what I want to know, and then I'm really excited to see more Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. Because uh, I thought he did a really good job. He did. All right. Uh, well, well, thankfully we actually have an episode next week. Yes. So we don't have a three week break, so we <laughs> get to see you guys. Uh, where can everyone find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Pegarad. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Milano, And uh, we'll see you next week. Same time, same place. Hopefully Mary Lou will join us. Yes. Uh, thanks, guys. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> 